0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We commemorate this evening, and we sang most of the hymns for the Venerable Lucullus. And if you heard in the hymn, indeed, part of the reason why he's underlined uh, is because he was one of the disciples of John the Theologian. And it seems like John the Theologian actually had quite a few uh, band of disciples that gathered around him in Ephesus as we know that there's many ties of those that we commemorate and remember in the church that go back to John. You know, Polycarp and Ignatius, and then even Irenaeus, that all have some ties to John and the community that he had around him. But, this evening I don't want to uh, underline Lucullus as, as important as he is, as much as go down the list of saints. So, next we have the patriarch, Photius uh, of Constantinople, but tonight I would like us to talk just a little bit about the Venerable Barsanufius and John. Barcenufius is quite a name. Uh, I'm sure if you've never heard it before, this is probably the only space that you would hear this name. Uh, Barcenufius and John are great um, desert fathers, and they're known especially for uh, holding within themselves... Um, the tradition of the church and what the desert gave and the wisdom of the church that we have in our forefathers in Christ. As Paul talks about being a father in Christ to those who he he had baptized and who he was giving spiritual direction to as an apostle. Uh, So we continue in the Orthodox Church throughout the centuries to have those uh, Christ bearers or spirit bearers Uh, fathers and mothers of the church who uh, within themselves with the gift of the holy spirit have accumulated wisdom that they themselves gathered from the father that went before them their fathers and mothers in the faith before them and so when we think about bar and john we think especially of a collection of letters uh, which you can actually access in a few different ways if you want to shell out the big bucks you can get two volumes from oxford university press for about forty dollars a piece or you can get St. Vladimir's Seminary Press has a popular patristics, a little smaller book that's a little bit more manageable, uh, that has selected letters. And here you can find um, the depths of the tradition and the wisdom that the church has for us. For tradition uh, is one of these words, especially in North America, uh, we have traditions, but as their traditions are good as long as they have to do with pumpkin pie or these kind of things around food or certain holidays. But tradition, especially in religious circles, is, can be a kind of bugaboo. It's a word that we don't like to use. But if you're going to look to Bar and John as the church uh, raises them up for us to remember, uh, you're going to be swimming in tradition. Because as they write in their letters, they will refer constantly to Scripture, but they also refer to the writings of the fathers that have gone on before them and their teachers and those who had formed them in the faith. For tradition, uh, a definition that has been offered for tradition is life in the Holy Spirit. And it is something that tradition is... um, I like the picture because I think uh, the image, rather, of what the church is is a kind of... Uh, womb, that we're born, Christ is born within us, we're born within the church, and we're growing up, but we're still in uh, need a lot of nutrients. We need our mother, uh, and even when we come out of the womb, we need our mother for a very long time. Uh, in fact, you could say we always need our mother. We're always physically connected to our mother, and the church uh, St. Augustine is especially famous for saying, uh, the, regarding the church as his mother. And there's something absolutely true about um, the image of a womb or a mother and bringing us up, giving us, you know, eat your green beans. <laughs> eat your greens, eat something besides sugar uh, for us because we need it. Because our inclinations are typically to, uh, you know, eat a whole lot of sugar and eat nothing good for ourselves. I have children, and that is the everyday battle. Um, But when we are looking at Barstinuchus and John, they give all sorts of advice. And they are known that they sat and they wrote letters. And they wrote letters, and they wrote letters. And we have hundreds of these letters from all different situations and problems where they're writing letters to other monks, they're writing letters to priests, and they're writing letters to lay people in all sorts of dis- different situations. And in the very beginning of the collection of letters, in the prologue, you have uh, what I would say is a great uh, bit of wisdom for all of us within the church, the womb of the church, and starting to pick up strands of the tradition and trying to uh, immerse ourselves in the life of the church and the writings and tradition of the church. Uh, the prologue says very specifically, this is a collection of letters that went to a whole lot of different people. So if you are um, a monk, you're going to find certain of the letters to the lay people will probably not apply to you in the same way. Uh, you also find if you are a lay person in different stations of life, maybe young and unmarried, or maybe older uh, you're going to have a different situation. And so it's very strongly stated in the prologue of something that we can all ask for the prayers of Barstinophius and John to have wisdom in how we apply the wisdom of the fathers. And how do we get aid uh, in doing this? And so what and John would say is, you need to find somebody who has some experience or has been put in front of you to help guide you to do that. And and John are great examples then of the pedagogy or the teaching of the church, but also, uh, as looking at it from a little bit of a different angle, then as spiritual fathers. And though the church has spiritual fathers, uh, for us in our, in our local tradition, basically the rector of the, par- the parish priest is the go-to spiritual father. That does not mean that I am anything like Barstinophius and John climb the heights of Barcy and John, but the basics of Christian life, of confession, of basic spiritual direction, that is what the parish priest is for. And if you move beyond that, God bless you, if you move beyond the basics of the spiritual life and deeper into that, then you might need to find a Barcy and John to help give you direction. Because the church's entire that womb image is a pedagogy, and there's Wisdom and tradition all built into it for every aspect of our life for whatever stage of life that we're in and we look to The tradition and the fathers and mothers of the church to help give our lives form That life in the Holy Spirit that we are being conformed to the image of Christ to If you pick up the word uh, the fathers and you study them You're going to be studying scripture and you're going to be always Have the mirror of the life of Christ, and who God is put right in front of you, and then in the encouragement to turn, to repent, to grow closer to Christ. An important part of all of this, and we see this at another underlining of the tradition that we see in our synchronicities of John, in their letters, is the absolute necessity of freedom. Freedom and tradition actually work together. Because our life in Christ, uh, there's no one who's going to force you to grow up into Christ and the full stature of Christ. It's going to have to be your freedom and your surrendering of that freedom to Christ for that growth to happen. So with saints, uh, with priests, with sacraments, all of this... Uh, these are all tools along the way to help form and guide our freedom and our will, but at the heart of the matter, that freedom where uh, we apply ourselves, uh, this is the real crux of matter and a turning of our heart, a breaking of our heart, and a reformation of our heart in the womb of the church. Uh, And the priest or the spiritual father, he does not do this through any kind of force. All he really does, and I think the image of uh, Paul uh, for this is especially poignant, he is a midwife because he cannot birth Christ for you. You are the one who has to actually give birth to Christ within your own soul. And so, a spiritual father or a priest or someone like Marcinus and John, there nothing they could do to force anyone. But they could always say, if you want to conform yourself to life of the church, here's what the fathers say. This is what scripture says. May God give you wisdom. May God give you strength. May God guide you along the path to ultimately be conformed to his image and to his will. But that freedom is uh, extremely important. And unfortunately, just to underline, you can find in corners of the church those who can be shepherds, but they're still wolves in shepherd's clothing. Or they want uh, spiritual children, or they want uh, attention. And so they will have all sorts of. If uh, you can just go on the internet, you can find this pretty quickly. Uh, and it's not just an Orthodox church, but I'm talking specifically that there can be uh, those that we need to be aware of. Those who want to dominate us or force us to do things. And this is not what the life of the Spirit, this is not uh, what the tradition of the church, even as it, as it underlines obedience, that obedience, uh, that being formed by the tradition is always done out of the freedom of the person who's being formed in Christ out of their desire, out of their coming of free will to submit themselves to the teaching and instruction of the church and growth in Christ. May God give us wisdom, may God give us increase in desire for Him, and especially the prayers of Barcinovius and John and Bucullus and the Patriarch Photius. May have mercy upon us and save us. Amen. 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 This evening we will be continuing our class.